Hello, lovelies. So today's episode is a bonus. It's actually a celebratory episode because Meet Me Downstairs is turning one years old. It is our first year anniversary and we also have just hit 30 episodes. So we're hitting some round numbers. It's amazing milestones for us and I'm just, oh, I'm so excited that we're here. And I wanted to do a reconnect with everyone on what this podcast is all about and do a little dive into the passion that drives this forum. So my name is Britt and I'm the host of this podcast called Meet Me Downstairs that is dedicated to honoring the woman within the mother and the woman within ourselves, mother or not. I created this community as a way to bring light and truth to the feminine existence, to push past stereotypes beyond societal bounds and into an opening that radiates freedom and love for the skin that we're in. I want us to understand how this body of ours works, taking the things that have made us feel dirty or shameful and instead turn them into pillars of confidence that we stand on proudly. I want all of us to be able to look at the world around us that sometimes holds us down and makes us feel small and say, this is my time. We are at the cusp of a feminine awakening, which really is a human awakening because when women are set free, we're all finally set free. We get to walk hand in hand with our male counterparts as equals, shouting from the rooftops that womanhood is an immense gift and manhood is an immense gift. So before I get too deeply into things, I wanted to share an experience that I recently had with a company that was looking to do a collaboration with me as like a source of inspiration. And I was so excited. I shared with them essentially what I'm going to be telling you today. And it was too taboo, which is fine. You know, everybody's entitled to their own opinion, but it just made me realize that we still have so far to go as a society. You know, talking about orgasms and honest communication during sex was too taboo or the realities of the feminine body. And it was kind of like a light bulb moment for me that I have to keep doing this. I have to keep sharing this information. And I could have gone back and changed my approach in order to collab. But I thought to myself, if I do this, then I'm just acquiescing to the system. I'm just playing small to make others feel comfortable. And that's not what this place is about. It's about setting ourselves free from society's shackles and like forging our own path. And so today's conversation is the background of Meet Me Downstairs and why this is so important. And I thought that we should start with the most taboo area And the thing that's created all of us, which is a little sex and pleasure. So I'd like to think that we as humankind have come a long way, obviously not as far as I thought, but we have come a long way, let's be honest, to feelings of sexual liberation, but we're definitely not there yet. And this part of our existence is the most natural that we can possibly get. But there's so much fear and trauma that surrounds our human sexual expressions and this feeling like, oh, we're not ready to talk about it yet. And, you know, fuck that. We have to talk about this stuff. You know, there's this immense level of performance that comes in and puts blinders on the way that our body really wants to feel or how we really want to be touched. You know, men feel like they have to perform like men. And if they come too quick or not at all, that impacts them in some way. And for women, 
We fake our way through pleasure because we feel like it's what we're supposed to do. And it's how we've been shown to please and that our sexual performance is for men and not for ourselves. We have been dictated these narratives that truly do us a disservice and leaves both parties, male and female, feeling just a little bit empty. And we should be feeling explosive. We haven't taken the time to get to know what we want on basic levels. And when I speak here, yes, I'm I'm generalizing. I know people are at different levels in their sexual awakenings, but just kind of go with me, okay? I think that communication has been lost in sex, and that's sex with ourselves too. Sometimes we just got to take it to the core, and that's sitting with ourselves and asking questions like, what makes me feel connected to me? What actually feels good to me? When I take the performance out of my sexual expression, what is it that's left? And how can I create pleasure from that place instead? How does it feel to just touch our bodies, to tickle, to hug ourselves, to just move really slow and get to know who we are? For too many of us, we jumped into this world of sex at a really young age when it was the cool thing to do. And if you hadn't lost your virginity, it somehow impacted your worth as a person. Or if you fucked too much, then your worth plummeted. What happened is we let society and sorry boys, but men, we let men shift the gears for too long. We skipped past our own first date. So how are we truly meant to consensually give our bodies to other people if we haven't learned to give them to ourselves? And that's where we got to begin. We got to look at ourselves in the mirror, all parts of ourselves, talking to our partners, really communicating what we want and taking the fear of being judged out of the mix. Or maybe it's finding solace in that insecurities run through us all. So the fear that we feel has company, and for that, maybe then we can be really honest. And for our men to check in with us, consent is a constant act that can be felt as well as heard. So when we lay with our partners, we tune into their psyche along with their physicality. I think there's a little reworking, too, that needs to be done in what the goal of sex is. Most think it's the culmination of pleasure, the orgasm, but it's time that we remove orgasm as a goal. It's not a destination. It's a state of being. And to my sisters out there who have never experienced an orgasm, you are not alone. There is nothing wrong with you. Your pleasure is still immaculate. So here is what we're going to do. We are going to give ourselves a date, a solo date, and we don't have to get sexual with ourselves at all, but we get to be wined and dined. We get to sit with ourselves and actually give ourselves permission to be honest. We're going to move slow, maybe touch, maybe dance, and make notes of what feels good. And then when we're ready, no matter how many dates it takes, then we invite others in to play guilt-free, judgment-free, and a consensual full zone. Okay, stop two is the female body, the skin that we live in. She's a damn queen. And the things that women go through in their lives deserve every type of praise we can offer. And we rarely, rarely give that to ourselves, but not today. Today, we are reminded of what it means to exist in female skin. And for men... They need to listen to this so that they can kneel down in honor of what we go through because I don't think they understand deeply. So we as women, let's break it down. 
We get our periods at an extremely young age, a sign telling our bodies that we're ready to procreate when we aren't even old enough to fully comprehend what that means. We bleed on a monthly basis for about 40 years, give or take. Our hormones fluctuate and our moods go with it. Our periods are then shamed and told to be hidden and used as a bargaining chip or excuse for why we're not being as easy that day. Our breasts change throughout our lives, and if it's in our path to have kids and grow those kids in our bodies, our breasts fill with milk, whether we choose to breastfeed or not. They fill and empty and leak and regulate based on what our babies needs. This liquid goal that comes out heals our babies if they get sick. It creates specific antibodies to help them fight harder. And then when it's time, they just stop. And the audacity that the world has to tell us to cover up. You know, our bodies carry life. Like they literally grow and sustain and carry another human being for 10 months. Our skin expands, our hair changes, our organs rearrange themselves to make space for growing life. We create an entirely new organ, the placenta that feeds our baby inside our womb. We then give birth, our vaginas, our vulvas, the queens, they adapt to push an actual human being out of them, sometimes tearing, ripping, or being cut along the way. And sometimes our abdomens are cut to retrieve that life instead. And then with no time to recover, we raise that life and give it everything we have to offer. We bleed again and potentially experience multiple children until that day stops and we find ourselves in menopause, another drastic shift for our bodies on every scale, mind, body, and soul, adapting to a new normal all over again. And this is but a few of the things that our female body is capable of. So when we as girls look at our bodies as faulty or not good enough, you just remind yourself of what it can do. And to my sweet woman, if there are certain things in this list that doesn't work for you in the traditional way, you are still a woman who is versatile and strong beyond compare. You are still a woman. And for the men, I hope there are some listening. I just want to say full stop. Like You need no more information to respect women in the way in which they deserve. So our final stop in this conversation today is motherhood. And this is really why I started this community in the first place, because I felt alone in my own experience. I was surrounded by information telling me all the things I had to do absolutely right to be a good mother, to be the perfect mother. And I watched as social media depicted people's lives as perfect and put together. And I called bullshit. I was like, are you for real? This can't be what's happening. Like somebody please tell me that they're experiencing these things too. Where are the stories of struggle? Where is the talk about not necessarily connecting to your baby right away? Who is talking about sex postpartum and the pain that that can be or the hormones that we're feeling and the breakdowns that happen And this mourning of our past lives, like we just shift from girl to mother within 24 hours and we're just supposed to be okay with that. What about the dramatic shift of relationships with your partners once kids arrive and realizing that things are categorized as normal that actually aren't? I then spoke to other moms that, you know, yearned for it too, but they almost said it hushed. And I said, you know, this is time. This is when it's supposed to happen. This podcast was born. 
as a way to amplify honest experiences of motherhood and womanhood. And honestly, the amount of people that wanted to be a part of it and share their experiences and expertise was incredible. I had so many yeses. So not only was I ready, but womanhood was ready. And the community grew. And here we are today, a year later, redefining what it means to be a modern woman, a mother, a sexual being, and defining it the way we want to, not the way society tells us to. So if you vibe with what I've talked about today, then please listen to the other episodes. They are so good, honestly. Like We have guests like Alex L., who is an amazing writer, and she talks about mothering ourselves too. We have Maisie Hill on the podcast, who is a menstrual health expert, and she helps us to understand the power of our periods. Lacey Haynes guides us through a conversation on sexual liberation in motherhood. Mickey Agrawal, who's the founder of Thinks, talks to us about living a life that is truly lit up. We have conversations on orgasms, miscarriage, the realities of postpartum life, and building a career whilst being a mother and a woman. So join us, join me on this journey. Subscribe, leave a review, follow us on Instagram at meet.me.downstairs and slide into our DMs. And thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming back every week. And if this is your first time hearing us, welcome. I love you all so much. And it is my greatest honor to express this to the world.